I've been telling theater friends around the country that I think Chicago is in the midst of an August Wilson renaissance because we've had so many great productions of his plays now from the epic Gem of the Ocean at the Goodman Theater to the more intimate Ma Rainey's Black Bottom here at Writers Theater, where the lobby of which I'm sitting in, and um, uh, uh, and, and the sort of I guess mid-sized two trains running down at the court, and then I realized that all of them have been directed by Ron O.J. Parsons, who is sitting here with me. So now I'm one whether we should be calling it the Renaissance. Ron, what do you think? That's funny. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, and now in its 16th year, number 822, Ron O.J. Parson. Ron O.J. Parson is an award-winning director and a resident artist at the 2022 Tony-winning regional theater, Court Theater, here in Chicago, where his production of Arsenic and Old Lace opens this Saturday night. Ron's work covers an extraordinary range, from over 30 productions of August Wilson's plays, to musicals like Five Guys Named Mo and Pearl's Rollin' with the Blues, to premieres like Tyler Abercrombie's Relentless here in Chicago and Palmer Park at the Stratford Festival in Canada, to classics like A Raisin in the Sun, a remarkably scary and wildly intimate The Caretaker, and now the comedy chestnut Arsenic and Old Lace. I was so excited to get a chance to talk to Ron, and he began our conversation by correcting the record and sharing the glory about who actually directed the recent production of August Wilson's Gem of the Ocean at the Goodman Theater. Well, the Gem of the Ocean, the recent one, was Goodman, that was Chuck Smith. Oh, I wasn't joking. Okay. Right, but I did. we just do, did it a few years ago okay. at court, which was really a great production as well. So, <laughs> you know, I felt it was great. Well, I, I, and, I, and I really do feel like it's a privilege to be here in this moment because, and it's not only just August Wilson. You, I mean, you're, you, 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 you directed Tyler Abercrombie's Redline. a brand new, great, fantastic play. Pearls, Rolling with the Blues, which yeah, was yeah, extraordinary was here. here at Writers uh -huh. Theater. And now you're about to direct that old chestnut, that great old chestnut, are setting an old lace. Yeah. Your range is well, incredible. Oh, that's great. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Uh, arsenic is no lace. I mean, everybody knows the movie. Yeah. And um, a lot of people don't realize it was a play first. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just like to, wanted to laugh a little bit. And um, that's how that happened. So I've, I've been pitching it actually a court for a long time. Uh -huh. And uh, finally, you know, coming out of COVID and everything else, we just feel like we need to laugh a little bit. So that's how it came about. And, uh, you know, it's going to be fun, I think. It's, uh, oh, it's an extraordinary cast as well. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, very, it's a diverse cast. It's, a, it's a kind of a new look at it, but I'm not really doing anything to the play as far as changing anything. But um, we're just going to do it in the period it's in, and, you know, the, the house and the set and, the, and the, uh, the costumes and all that are 
from the period, so it should be a lot of fun. Well, and you say, I'm not really doing much to the play, and yet and that's probably true to all the plays you direct, and yet, somehow, there is a kind of, you're doing something, and I'm wondering what that is. Well, that's a good way to put it. I, I You know, when I get that question all the time, what are you going to do with it? And I always say, I'm going to do the play. Yeah. And, you know, and maybe, you know, you, things come out because we're, we're digging deeper or we're finding other things or, uh, you know, different things like that, but you don't always have to... Uh, do something, so to speak, to make it your, you know, the directors did this. And I just like to pull the play out, the characters, and have, in this particular uh, play, have fun and get the right people that can expound on some of the things uh, of, of the, that are there on the page. And how, how, did this, how did theater start for you? Where did you, how did directing begin for you? That's an interesting story. I, I started at a very young age. I started in Buffalo, New York at the Studio Arena Theater as a kid. Uh, the founder of the Studio Arena Theater, whose name was Neil Dubrock, he uh, did a, a search for young black kids in, in the neighborhood in Buffalo. Um, and I was one of three two other guys they're they're still my friends one's one's a musician and one you know he went into another another field but the um we we just started directing and acting as teenagers so we had to do everything uh with his program at studio arena we had to do everything and so we started uh acting and directing and doing it all doing it all when i went to college i actually thought i was going to be an athlete i played sports and then i then i thought i was going to be a journalist so i went to University of Michigan as a journalism major, but then as soon as I got there, I realized, you know, kind of I fell into a, a production of Day of Absence uh, by Douglas Turner Ward, and then that kind of changed what I wanted to do, and I kept doing it, and uh, so, I mean, I've been doing it since then. Uh, in college, I had a theater company with uh, David Allen Greer and Reggie Cathy. Uh, God rest his soul. He, he's passed on. He was on the House of House of Cards or House of whatever that show uh, was. House of Cards, yeah. 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 And uh, but David, of course, everybody knows David. But we had a company, and uh, you know we kept doing it. I moved to New York, and so I've been doing it ever since. All my life, actually, since third grade, actually. Well, and I love. I, I love that, and I wonder if that's some way into understanding how you work. Your work has be, you, you, you began your work by putting on shows. It wasn't about studying texts in school. It was literally about putting on theater, making it from the ground up. Right. It didn't start that way, but at Michigan, in fact, you know, we were doing some plays, and the, my professor came to me, and he was like, I think, Ron, I think you need to... Um, Go ahead and get in the directing program because you guys are doing these plays and none of you are in the in the program. I was in the acting program. I was acting, uh -huh. but but we were doing plays. So we, and uh, some of the students were like, "He's not even in the directing program. How is he getting to use the theater?" And so so you know, I got in the program. I got my degree in that. But yes, we were already uh, already. Um, doing plays from the ground up. But, you know, after going and studying script analysis and all those kind of things, and I, I studied Meisner, William Esper uh, recruited me from for the Erdas. I don't know if people know what the Erdas are, but I got, you know, uh, uh, offers to go to the uh, Rutgers, and I went for a, a semester, but then I just decided to, to just start doing it and, um, and move to New York, and, you know, one thing led to another, ended up here in Chicago. I've been here now 20, 27, 28 years. Mm -hmm. and, and do you think that your success as a director is informed by your experience as an actor? 
Oh, for sure. I think I think directors who who are actors are better directors. I should not notice a lot of directors out there who don't act, but I think we just have an, a, di a different approach to it, and uh, I think that helps. Not to say that directors who don't act can't be great directors. Right. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying I think you come from a different approach if you're an actor. I, I direct the way I like to be directed, so that's that helps. I think yeah. you know it's yeah. a, it's a very collaborative thing with with me. Um, you know, I remember uh, I was at Stratford uh, directing a play, and um, they haven't had many Americans up there, uh, directors, if any, black ones. But um, uh, Brian Dennehy was up there at the same time, and he was. we were having lunch, and he was telling me that uh, Brian Dennehy, if anybody knows, uh, you know, a famous actor who passed away a couple years ago, but he told me that... You know, the director was trying to tell him everything to do, like they do up at, in Canada a lot of times. And he was like, you know, I'm playing the role. Don't I get to have some input? And uh, so, you know, that's the same approach. You know, we like to have a lot of input in what we're doing. And that's really what's happening in Arsenic and Old Lace, which is, I think is making it happen the way I wanted it to happen. Because, it, it, you know, every actor has input. And then they, they, they throw things in there. You know, they, I get things from my assistant, from every, all the designers. So, I mean, it's a total group kind of effort. Mm -hmm. I, love the, I love it. The best idea wins. Exactly. That that's really it. You know, we try some things. If it doesn't work in this particular uh, play, if it's not funny, you know, we probably <laughs> we probably won't do it. But there's a lot of things happening that I think are funny. I'm hoping that that it's funny. I'm hoping people think it's funny and laugh. If they don't, that play is not going to make it. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> I'm Tyler Abercrombie, playwright of Relentless, and you're listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Yes! Where can you RSC the RSC? The Reduced Shakespeare Company returns to touring in a few weeks. We're performing Hamlet's Big Adventure, a prequel in Rolla, Missouri on September 21st, Bloomington, Illinois on September 23rd, Jasper, Indiana on September 25th, and the Wharton Center in East Lansing, Michigan on November 9th and 10th. Check out the touring page at our website, ReducedShakespeare.com, or our Twitter feed, at Reduced, for the latest information. Now back to my conversation with Ron O.J. Parson, whose production of Arsenic and Old Lace opens this Saturday night at the Court Theater in Chicago. Can you talk about how you first came to August Wilson? That's interesting. That's a good story, too. A good friend of mine and mentor and friend, Stephen McKinley Henderson, mm -hmm. who is now considered one of the premier August Wilson interpreters, as, uh, you know, some people, you know, don't put me in quite that category, because I, but I, I have directed 30 of them, and uh, it's funny because Steve and I, he was teaching, he was teaching in Buffalo, New York. He was the head of the theater program at the University of Buffalo, and I had moved back to Buffalo from New York, and we got in a production of Raisin in the Sun, mm -hmm. and uh, in Buffalo, and he was Bobo, and I was. Um, uh, the moving man. Uh -huh. So we spent a lot of time talking and backstage, if anybody knows that play. We yeah. come out at the end of the play. So we're talking about, man, wishing we could get to do August Wilson. And uh, it's so funny that now, you know, things have, have happened. But I directed a production of, of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom back in 1992 that um, was one of my first 
you know, ventures into. Uh, in that time, I directed it and acted as Levy, the main, oh, right. the main guy. So that was one thing. But then I got to go. I got Rock Dutton. I met at Yale. Uh, through David and Reggie, because when I took David and Reggie to Yale, I went to Rutgers, but then I met those guys, Angela Bassett, Rock Dutton, they were all there. So Rock had told me, he got me a job with him. We were telemarketers, a a weekly reader, and he told me this guy's writing a play for him, or or he's going to play the lead in it, and it's going to change his life. And he said the play was called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, all this kind of stuff. And I said, man, that's great. Can I get, you know, he got me tickets to opening night. So I was at opening night of uh, a Ma Rainey's Black Bottom on Broadway, got to go backstage and meet uh, August and all of that. And I had actually met August at Yale with, with the guys. So that goes way back. Now, yeah. take years later, uh, you know, when I got to do some of the plays, and I met August again. Each time I was meeting him back then, it was like the first time. But, <laughs> but finally, you know, he did a... The Congo Square started here, and I got to direct their inaugural production of Piano Lesson, and August was there. And uh, we sat, you know, pretty close, and I got to, you know, talk to him and stuff. And then I understudied at the Goodman, uh, Jitney, back with Steve and Russell Hornsby, Paul Butler, and, and those guys. And so I was around that whole way, and I think that has helped me approach August Wilson in a different way because, you know, when you're there at the beginning with those guys, it makes a difference. So going back, those are all different experiences that I got to, to be around August and to be around uh, those plays while they were happening. But that Mount Rainey experience, I didn't think about the greatness of it then because sure. that was the first play. And yeah. We didn't know he was going to have 10 plays, you know, and all of that. But being there was really something and, and going backstage and, and meeting all those guys in, in, the, in the original production of Mount Rainey was really something. So when I approach him, I always approach him like they were approached then by Lloyd and Marion and, and those guys, uh, Mary McClinton, who, who's also passed, he was one of the main directors of August Wilson as well. And I got to know him pretty well, and he, you know, he mentored me a little bit when he was here in Chicago. When I first moved here, I got to do a play at the uh, Goodman Theater, I Am a Man by Oyamo, and Marion directed it, and I got to know him, and then I assisted him later. So, you know, it's got yeah. a long a long history of, of August Wilson, and then directing 30 30 of those productions. Um, I've been around all 10 of them. I uh, never directed Joe Turner, but I acted in it. So I was like, all 10, some some experience with it. And Court, we're going to do, we're going to finish off the 10 with, uh, with Joe Turner. And that would mean I have d- directed all 10 at one theater, which is rare as well. Absolutely. There have yeah. been a couple, I think, maybe Ron Himes and another guy, Ron Himes in St. Louis, and Lou Bellamy maybe, mm-hmm. but... Uh, but uh, uh, that's really an achievement, I believe. Yeah. It'll be my 32nd, because I'm doing seven guitars uh, this spring, and then Joe Turner next year, so it will be 32 uh, August Wilson Productions and all 10. A renaissance and an August Wilson <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's interesting what you say about August, because, yes, I think with the, with the monologue, the, the competition yeah. and things like that, he is staying alive, and I think that's 
that's a great thing for younger generations because, you know, there's a lot of good playwrights out there. And some people want to say, well, you're still doing the August Wilson stuff. I said, well, we still do Shakespeare. We still do Tennessee Williams. We still do Eugene O'Neill. We still do Chekhov. We still do Strindberg. (laughs) All the great ones you're going to continue to do. Absolutely. That's that's the deal. I I interviewed um, Kelvin Roston Jr., who played Levy in in your production of Ma Rainey's Mm Rehear at Writers Theater. And he said... He also played Sylvester in another production of it. Oh, very good. first got to town. I love it, and and he and he called August Wilson. He said our Shakespeare, and 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 he and he he meant specifically African American Shakespeare. But is it is it is it wrong to say he's legitimately America's Shakespeare? That's great because I I do believe that these plays will be done. I mean, there's there's one of them being done all over the world, uh, all the time, you know. And I think that's the case. You know, I think it will be continue to do them as long as you know theater is being done. You know, we're still doing some Socrates and, you know, Euripides and stuff, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, except for one more thing, which I'll share with you in about 60 seconds, so stick around. Ron O.J. Parsons' production of Arsenic and Old Lace opens this Saturday night at Court Theatre in Chicago. I saw a preview last weekend, and it is a delightfully funny valentine and hugely entertaining. Go to courttheater.org for more information. Then send us your funny valentines via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. Or throw a comment to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or our own actual website, ReducedShakespeare.com, or visit my website, TheShakespeareans.com. Thanks, as always, to the Strindberg who wrote Hell's a Poppin' Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and GarageBand. A random fan shout-out this week goes to Bob McCabe. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to playwright Tyler Abercrombie, the author of the powerful new play Relentless, which has received multiple Joseph Jefferson Award nominations, including one for her and her director, Ron O.J. Parson. I'll be speaking with Tyler on a future podcast episode. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. Please continue to stay safe, get your boosters, and keep your masks on. I'm Austin Titchener, 822-2466 of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. I would love it if we could get the chance to talk again sure. when you finally do uh, um, Seven Guitars or finally close the canon. Oh, with, that'd be great. Uh, Joe Turner. With Joe Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be uh, next year. It hasn't been announced or anything like that, but uh, we, right. we want to complete the 10, and that's how we're going to do it. Amazing. Con- congrats, and good luck with our Silicon Valley. Well, thank you, thank you. I hope, I hope people laugh. I'm Hope people sure want to want to laugh a little bit because uh, we've been we've been going through a, a rough period. So yeah. it'd be fun. This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company, reducing expectations since 1981. Go to reduceshakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. So much less. So much less. So much less. So much less.